1: VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients.
2: As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop.
1: Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
3: Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Michelin Tires.
5: Greetings! Welcome in! Erroneous big voice guy. He has (laughs) abdicated the throne once again. Ergo, I am the captain now. Take it from the movie with Tom Hanks on the ship. Take it where there's somebody taking over on the USS Enterprise, whatever it is. Mike Carbon, alongside Dan Byer. There is no Jason Smith tonight. He has gone AWOL. If you see him out and about... Eating his third or fourth Big Mac of the day, stop him. We're worried of his cholesterol. But welcome in the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon here, Fox Sports Radio. A beautiful Wednesday night, all sorts of Major League Baseball action. Dan, I've got a bowling match going on here. Fox Sports, one the PBA, the Lumberjacks plus thirty-eight going up against the Pounders. And I got to say, there was a guy going up, and he was getting ready to roll. And behind him, there was a guy that I, I swear has embodied every bit of Bob Ross. I thought he was going to start painting in the I, air. Happy so, little trees. Oh, I did not
6: hear a word you said after Pounders. I have never heard of that as a team name before. I don't even want to know what the logo is. I, I, don't, I don't even want to know. But
5: Well, I'm going to talk to our guy Rob Stone and the, the others that cover the PBA for Fox Sports 1 and see if I can't get one of those sweet jerseys. Walking around the streets of L. A. What's it say? Pounders.
6: I don't. I don't have the bowling on uh, on my screen, but my my curiosity is: there are no numbers, correct? No. I've seen bowling shirts and so, but these like because it's a team event. There's no no one's like you know number sixty nine or anything. No, a I bunch of sponsors on the, pounders, on the back. A lot of sponsors. A lot of yeah.
5: sponsors, like it's a NASCAR fire suit. Uh the Number. crowd's going wild. Now they're they're into the crowd, spraying beer on them. Man, this is fantastic. Kimberly Pressler trying to keep herself uh dry. You got one guy with green hair, the Bob Ross uh the aforementioned guy, and then the leader uh well looks like um Curly Joe from the Old Three Stooges. Not the guy you know as Curly, the other guy, Curly Joe. <laughs>
6: I honestly, as I was setting things up tonight, I'm like, okay, we got some baseball. I, you know, something may happen in NBA Summer League, so let's set up the screen for that. No offense, but I had, I was, I was not prepared to have to change the dial to the Professional Bowling Association.
5: Well, you know, sitting here in the Fox Sports Radio studios, I was blessed with multiple screens, and it was glorious. I mean, because you had a guy, I don't know if he's the team manager or what, he's just in a matching suit coat. He's not even wearing the the pullover jersey, so I I don't, I don't even know what's going on. But I mean, minus thirty nine was the spread going into that final frame if you were live betting.
6: Uh, and I and I was not. I was not. <laughs> I do love how there how how the, there are no jersey numbers because there would be sponsorships that would use that space a lot better. Which, by the way, could be professional sports in twenty years.
5: No, that's Instead
6: true. Instead of uh, foul on five, it's going to be all right. Foul. Follow follow on, uh, you know, whatever ad you want to put. Who 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 do we got tonight? You know, we can sit there. We can throw anybody in. Well, the best of it, Dan, is is
5: that none of their, uh, I guess we'll call them jerseys for lack of a better term, Uh, they're not set up the same. Like over the, uh, like the breast pocket, you know, there's a different logo. There's actually different. Oh, no, they got their names and script on the bag. Like the one guy that they would really focused on, it was really an artistic signature. And then I mean there's a guy named Packy. Yeah. I don't know I don't know what that guy's deal with. Does he play for the Pounders? Uh
6: yeah. Yeah, I was. I thought so. I thought there so. There
5: you go. Uh, welcome in Wednesday <laughs> night Fox Sports Radio. Mike Harmon, Dan Byer, with you here uh, in, in the studios, having some fun. Alex uh, Fenley, and of course Justin Frostberg, with us. Uh, the big story of the day. It's something we have fi- fi- – I wanted to pop champagne this morning when this deal finally got consummated after months of speculation. And where's he going to be? Well, Baker Mayfield is finally on his way to Carolina. That battle of former top three picks from the 2018 draft can finally, let's get it on, in terms of trying to save Matt Rule's job, Tepper's going through a little chapter 11 reorganization in his finances. All of that fun stuff going on. Cleveland's gonna eat ten point five million dollars as part of the salary split, Dan. Uh Mayfield just said, I just I need this done. So he actually ate 3.5 million off his salary. And Carolina's gonna pay him five million to get you to your your total and make everybody whole. Uh 2024 fifth round pick. Can improve, you know, one of those, hey, let's see if he gets on the field, if he plays well, this will work. And now it's Jacoby Brissett uh, is your man in Cleveland. We knew Mayfield wasn't going to stick around all of the wishing and hoping that you'd seen. Well, it would make sense for him to do that or, or, you know, swallow his pride or whatever. No, no, no. No. You know, we heard it last week when he was at that football camp and he tried to be as diplomatic as he could. Uh, But it was inevitable that we were getting to this point. It was just going to be a matter of the cost. And now we look what the Carolina quarterback room looks like. You've got Darnold. You've got Matt Corral coming in. And obviously now Baker Mayfield, who's got a a distance to make up as we're only a couple of weeks away from training camp, uh, trying to ramp up and get himself right to make it an actual competition, is going to be... A, a tough process, Dan. But you know, this is the one of the two teams, right? It was the coin flipped all along, and and well, now Carolina has their man. But he's got a, they've got two guys that are pretty much the same guy at this point.
6: Yeah, and and that's why I actually think Baker Mayfield is the starter because I think they know what they have in Sam Darnold, and I know that there's a new offensive coordinator in there with Ben McAdoo.
5: Well, he didn't and like Baker when Baker was coming out of the draft. That's though. true. Remember it's he had true. him sixth out of that class. But if if, if Matt Rule, by the way, Matt, it's Ben McAdoo too. So that, I mean, let's just let if, that if, breathe if, a second. <laughs> if if Matt Rule
6: really wants to save his job. He knows what he has in Sam Darnold, and and listen, maybe Scott Fritterer makes the deal because they don't want Matt Rule; they have the job anymore. But the the point is, is you know what you have in Darnold. So then, to me, the decision is Baker or Corral. Well, Corral's probably not ready, and Baker's still just got the one year. You know, he's playing on the final year of his deal. So you have to at least know what you're getting or what he would have to be able to even want to make a decision if he was better than advertised for next year. So that's why I just think that the 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 urgency of everything, Mike, it's not just the urgency of Baker's contract, but it's the urgency of Matt Rule, and it's where the Panthers are. And I think the Panthers are okay. I, I, I don't the, – the quarterback position is what holds them back and maybe the health of Christian McCaffrey as well, but defensively they have pieces. On the outside they have pieces – so you just you, I think you got to go with the high ceiling guy. And out of those guys right now at this minute, I just think Baker Mayfield is your guy. And I just I think he starts week one because they are so urgent. Everything has to be urgent foreigner style in Charlotte this season.
5: I was really well done because if not, I was going to start singing the song myself as soon as you said <laughs> urgent twice. Uh, so we got there. Look, DJ Moore, we know what he is. They just re-upped with him. Robbie Anderson might be looking around going, "What, what is the deal here? Uh, and then you got Terrace Marshall, Jr. and anybody that's been following offseason work and seen, you know some of the hype machine within teams, within the league, he's one of the guys that's kind of gotten a little bit of a push saying we'll look for him to be a bigger deal in year two. Well, obviously, that means the quarterback position has to improve markedly. Right off the jump. Now, Ian Thomas is a guy you and I have talked about a bunch for the I want your flex purposes. Waiting to see what he is. Tremble behind him, uh, and then the billion dollar question is: How many games are you getting out of Christian McCaffrey behind a bad yeah. offensive line? Right, because even if they upgrade, right, and they made a they made a pick in the first round to go get a left tackle, that's great. I'm not so certain that you've got uh, a line that's going to be great. But one of the Baker's strengths when he's healthy is a bit of the improvisational, right? That he does move around. Is he smaller? And and if he takes the big hit, are you concerned? Absolutely. But when we're trying to see what your ceiling is, right? They brought in Higgins from Cleveland. I mean, that's a question mark as well. But you're you're looking at a guy that you've got one year where he played really well. You can't say the same for Sam Darnold, right? He's had a couple of games and a couple of series, Maybe you could point to a month where things worked out, but Baker go back a couple of years and obviously had a much better supporting cast, both offensively and defensively than, than Sam Darnold has ever seen either as a jet or in his year in Carolina. But you've at least seen what the ceiling could be if things break, right? And I, I dare say, you know, he's now on that prove it again, right? Cause The chip on the shoulder, correct? Yeah, we. I kind of chuckled when it was, oh, look at he's still salty. It's like, well, he's a number one pick. So how much of that is a a good acting job versus how he really is? Now he's he's in a different stop, right? He's no longer got the built-in. I was the guy they wanted. I was the guy they picked first overall. And and you can have a a little bit of that ego. Ego has got to be stripped away to a degree here. That's going to be one of the big questions for him entering that Carolina locker room of. Whether what Whatever is real versus imagined of his relationship in Cleveland, we know he's got to be better in terms of dealing with his teammates here. Otherwise, it's not going to play.
6: Yeah, the chip on the shoulder uh, aspect is why, Mike, I thought that the Seahawks were going to still be in play, despite a lot of reports saying that they weren't, because I feel like Pete Carroll has something to prove and that front office has something to prove. But it's also Mike, why I like Detroit as a possibility before he ultimately ended up in Carolina, because that to me was the ultimate prove it nobody you know nobody likes us or n- not nobody likes us. everybody counts us out, nobody believes in us, that sort of thing. It's that narrative all the way through is why I liked Baker going to a situation like that now in Carolina, at least there's the parallel of him and Matt rule of hey. Nobody thinks that we can do it. This could be our last shot. I... I don't know what works is, Mike, but I think it's going to be better than what it was last year in Cleveland. And I know that's not saying much. I I am curious to see if Baker is like, all right, it's time to rip it and show what I can do, or if he just works within the parameters like he did two years ago where he had his best season, and that should be enough to get him the next contract in the NFL. So I I am curious on if the chip on the shoulder thing is, all right, I'm going to show him who Baker is or... Chip on my shoulder, we're all going to ride together and get this thing done, and it'll pay off for me in the long run. That's the one question that I have.
5: Now, over-under coming into the day, I'd seen it at six or six and a half for Carolina. Uh, depending on where you're looking, you got a little bit of movement here. Obviously not expecting uh, world-beating numbers out of this squad, but... Look, like improvement and trying to find uh, a direction up. The one thing I wanted to address before we uh, pause and put a pit in it, and then look at you mentioned the Seahawks, is the fact that everybody went to the. Well, he was hurt last year. Yeah, a lot of guys play hurt, and you know what? When he played hurt, he wasn't good. He wasn't good. Okay, to the point where Jason and I debated it a bunch, you and I talked about it on the I Watcher Flex podcast, Bucky Brooks and I on Sundays. Like, at what point do you just say, "All right, Case Keenum has to be as good or better than where Baker is right now." But because you're beholden to that number 1 draft pick status and, you know, the questions yeah. of what you're doing with that final year of the rookie deal, you don't make the move until he's physically unable to perform altogether.
6: I don't think anybody did any, but each other, any favors last year at Cleveland.
5: No question about, it. I agree with you there.
2: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox sports radio and the iHeartRadio radio app.
7: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal. Unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury
8: And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit biotoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.
3: Winter's coming. Here in L.A., that means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush snow and ice whatever winter means to you tire rack has tires that'll elevate your drive it is a game changer. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Kumo test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're the experts. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be.
5: Now you've got Mayor Lightfoot because the Bears are threatening or at least exploring, right? The exploratory surveys and what the ramifications would be on every front uh, from an ecological and economic and everything else uh, move to Arlington Heights. So Chicago mayor, Lori Lightfoot proposing that the city make its own renovations to keep the team in town set to recommend the possibility of making soldier field a dome quote, explore the feasibility that's coming out of cranes, Chicago business. And, and she's, floated it before, right? And, and politicians have for quite a long time, but they're talking about taxpayer contributions, and this is Crane's estimate, somewhere between $400 million to $1.5 billion. You go through and SoFi, Allegiant Stadium, all of these, you know, the heavy price tags, and the new, uh, you know, facilities that have been built. Now, the Bears can exit their Sol- Soldier Field lease in 2026, and that's the big thing that triple underscore in any discussion anybody has about this whether tradition and all those things that people have been losing their minds over the past week with usc and ucla heading to the big 10 tradition outdoor football you know some folks saying well you know we when we have a dome it's just you know may the better team win like well there's something to be said for the home field advantage etc look my brothers have had season tickets forever and they've never moved why because they're under an overhang So there's no elements that get them rain, wind, snow. I've sat in those seats a number of times. It's the greatest They're near the 50 yard line. And yeah, you're high, but you get to watch everything without having to be really, truly impacted by the elements. It's the greatest thing in the world. But the lease line is the key to this. The Bears don't own their facility, which means they are subjected to whatever the ramifications are of how the field is used and rented out by the Chicago Park District year over year. And you have so many other events that are played there. High school football games, soccer matches, international and friendlies and and sometimes local squads. Go all the way through to, hey, now Bigfoot has entered the arena. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. All of those things become part, and not to mention concerts and other events that you have along the lakefront, which means you're playing uh, in a facility where you have no ownership. There's no expansion possible because of where you are on the lakefront. So in terms of adding more seats, more amenities, trying to rake in any other dollars that you have for those eight glorious dates plus the one or two preseason events that you have, you're limited in terms of the financial growth that the family business can have. And so while Lightfoot, the possibility is here and great for the city potentially for the bears. I don't, I don't know that it makes the sales job because they're trying to expand their revenue. This doesn't do a damn thing to help that.
6: So how do you think it plays out in, in the end? Is this just the city, Trying to do a, a you know a dog and pony show to say look well, this is we you know like we tried you know we 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 looked into this this is what it would cost it's not going to work do you think the city really wants to keep them there do you think that the bears are intent on leaving there how do you think this plays out in say four years
5: I think the the bears look around and they see all the other facilities that have been built and while they may not have the cash reserves. To do it themselves and would need to take on other business partners to do so i think they'd leave in a minute mm-hmm. right at interesting you know there's there's plenty sure. of public transportation because look out here in Los Angeles bit by bit it's being retrofitted for those unaware that haven't done a lot of traveling out here maybe you've come out for you know a Disneyland experience universal studios maybe do a big event maybe you've seen a little of it but it's it's mainly a driving town and you can go back into the history as to why that is but bit by bit you see little connectors starting to pop up where there will be more Public transportation available. It's it's a long ways from being complete, but at least that opportunity is there in the greater Chicagoland area. All of that's already built in. You already have the you know the the different Amtrak and other lines that'll get you to and from the city center, and all these stops along the way so sure. you can park and then head out to Arlington Heights. So the opportunities are there. And when you're talking about the cost of of doing business, right? Look what Denver just sold for. Right, four and a half billion dollars. You're Chicago adjacent, and one of the things Lightfoot had, had put forward, going, well, you can go to Arlington Heights, but you can't call yourself the Chicago Bears, which is wow. just asinine. Yeah. So we start getting into the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Yeah, fight. now you're
6: becoming. Be I mean, you know what I mean. We start yeah. getting into those fights. That that's the stuff that that ticks me off. Of like, of of a, a mayor who's on a you know a, a certain term, and throughout the years, whatever the case may be, feeling that they would have the power to strip that, which has been a fabric of fans uh, for you know a hundred years. 100 years plus. With uh, with football in Chicago, but to have that Chicago name and that's the stuff like that that politicians do that is that is so annoying, Mike. I I actually like I'm looking at it and I'm and, and I'm not a Bears fan and and you know the city and the situation a lot more better than I do. But when I look at just the thought of the the idea when you see where the NFL has gone and and obviously the capacity at one point was a hang up for hosting Super Bowls. But with the NFL only hosting truly one cold weather Super Bowl and them getting very, very lucky on the weather like they did in New York, it's not something that they obviously want to do every single year. And it's not something they want to do every 10 years, considering they're not going back to New York. I haven't gone back to New York since it happened. But they did go to Detroit when the Lions got their mm-hmm. new stadium, you know, almost 20 years ago. We obviously know the Vikings getting their Super Bowl. If the Bears had – or if Chicago, the city of Chicago, had a certain facility, there's two reasons why I think it would would be awesome, Mike, is because it would be that major facility indoor that could host the Final Four, that could host this and that if there was a roof on a facility where you don't get that in that part of the country. Um, you know, I mean, I mentioned Minneapolis and Detroit, but you're either going to one or you're you're maybe going to the other. If you're in Indiana, you're not going to Minneapolis for it, you know, or you're going to Indianapolis or you're going to Detroit for something like that. If you're in Iowa, you only can really go to Minneapolis. But if you had it in Chicago, third biggest city in the you know the country, that would be a place where you could then be like, hey, guess what? Final Four is coming, you know, like I can foresee something like that. And I could also see it as crazy as it sounds. And I don't know how realistic it is, but to have a real retractable roof where it was like, we're keeping the elements here but it's because in April we want to host a final four. Like that's why Mm -hmm. we're putting a roof over it. Like we're not going to do it during bear games in December. Like that's not going to happen. Roof's going to be open. Like that is something that I think is unique to see or would be unique to see on how it would play out in a city like Chicago. Cause all these events go to the nice weather places where, you know, you have these sort of facilities, whether you're in Arizona or you're, you know, now, you know, in our backyard here in LA, but, I'd I'd love to see how something like that would work of being a retractable roof plus being in the big city that Chicago is.
5: Yeah, I think the the sell job, as you say, is the city as a whole, right? Because if you're going to have to go to the, you know, with your hand out to the taxpayers and and look, Lightfoot has had a lot on her watch. Uh, Good, bad, ugly. Some uh, you could say self-inflicted when you talk about the city of Chicago and then certainly uh, a lot of other issues. Uh, COVID-related and, and some of the things that transpired in the city there. So trying to push just for another term is going to be a hard order as opposed to, you know, the reign of the dailies uh, as they were in the city for so long uh, back you know as I was growing up and, and before my time. But the curiosity is if you could find another site in the city that could work. Right. And find some compromise to where you can get a little bit bigger facility. But for the Bears, you know, again, a lot of it is the they want to be able to play in the the big boy money, which they can't mm-hmm. do now. And sure. that's the enticement of building your own facility uh, yeah. away, whether it's in Chicago or away from it, as opposed to being uh, a lessee and then having to deal with a oh, wait. Here's all the events that they put on the schedule. We get no revenue but we get the worst of the wear in the locker yeah. rooms, in the facilities and in the field itself because of it.
6: It's funny too, because I look at that stadium and I, I haven't been to the, to the redone one. I was at one, you know, 20, 25 years ago at the old soldier field. Um, and the way to how you describe the toilet seat fashion of it is true. And I think that's taken off a lot of the nostalgia of it. I think that, you know, the design of it was so bad that people still hate it after 20 years. No, that's it. No one's warmed to it. Not only that, your nostalgia for the old soldier field has completely died because there was nothing there with this new part that could allow you to keep that alive. So it's easier to move on because of what they did to
2: it 20 years ago. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
5: Mike check. Mike check. check.
4: Do you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game? What's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. And let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real... I mean, that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things Hoops culture that you will not find anywhere else.
2: To so make your next move your best move
4: and tap in with me on KJ Live, wherever you get your podcast from.
7: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other.
8: Let's go places. Winter's coming. Here in LA,
3: that means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive all season tires, all weather tires, and dedicated winter tires. Go to tirerack.com and use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama Tires. They're shipped fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation is available in many areas. Have you heard about this? They'll bring new tires to you at home or work and install them on site. It is a game Changer, go to TireRack.com/sports to see their Yokohama test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're the experts. That's TireRack.com/sports. TireRack.com, the way tire
5: buying should be. Starting to get all those rankings together. We did a little wide receiver talk last hour. Start wringing your hands and going, "All right, what am I? Which guy am I going to get high on?" And Watch him fail miserably so people will tell me how terrible I am this year.
6: Uh, I'm still in love with running backs. There aren't any good ones anymore, but I'm still in love with them, Mike.
5: Well, we keep trying to make it happen. It's like watching Mean Girls again. Stop trying to make Fetch happen. There you go. There's my uh, musical uh, nerd coming out for you there uh, in hour three, Dan.
6: Like, I Listen, I it seems every time... I see Nick Chubb touch the football, something really good happens. It's true. Like, I can't remember a time where I have not, you know, seen Nick Chubb do something well. And here you look at rankings and they're like, Nick Chubb, you know, he's ninth best, you know? (laughs) I'm like, and I know he doesn't catch the ball a ton out of the backfield, like a Christian McCaffrey or an Alvin Kamara or some of those, but it's just, you know, the, the even even my love of the running backs, even the running backs position just has me scratching my head sometimes.
5: Yeah, I, I tried to do that. I did a little uh, podcast uh, yesterday with a fan of the show and of the network as a whole, uh, our guy Emmett, and we got into a little bit of fantasy talk, and, and I got deep on to Kareem Hunt and uh, Naheem Hines as two guys to kind of look at based on what their offenses are trying to do. But sure. to your point about Nick Chubb, Fantastic player, but now you're looking at an offense, and I don't know what Jacoby Brissett's going to be in this iteration. I don't Correct. know if he's going to be the guy long term, right? Yes. I have no idea what the Browns are going to be. The offensive line that they spent a lot of money uh, to shore up—well, a couple of those guys got hurt last year. Do they come back 100 percent? Wide receiving position is totally changed. Like, there's so much going on there. Amari Cooper. Now part of I, the deal there. So, I mean, I, there's stuff to like.
6: Yeah. And not to make this a Nick Chubb segment. No, I know well, I mean, it's, it could be a, a Nick Brown. Chubb
5: couple of minutes. <laughs> it's just
6: the fact of when you're watching games and you're doing the eye test, you know, they're just like, I, I, I rarely see Nick Chubb just not – do and you know do well even you know he even gets criticized for you know the type of goal line back that sure. he is and I'm like gosh I, you know I, I I I don't I don't see tons of it but I I think that those opportunities could be more if it's a season more of Jacoby Brissett so that two headed monster if you will
5: you know me I love me and we talked about him a lot last year Donovan Peoples Jones yes. and obviously they spent a lot of money to keep Injoku there. So yeah. we'll we'll see how that comes to fruition. Mike Cooper. Yeah, not yeah. Why, why do we start with the Browns? Well, because they got rid of Baker Mayfield today. Uh, America's one of their long national nightmares. I mean, we got a lot of them anymore, Dan. Uh, but from a football perspective, this one, at least this part of the equation is done. As he goes to Carolina, uh, the splitting up of the money, he eats three and a half million. The Panthers are on the hook for five million. The Browns, ten and a half million. They make it. Uh, go away. So we now see the shifting in terms of how the quarterback position goes. You got Brissett and Dobbs and obviously waiting for a ruling and then the inevitable appeal with Deshaun Watson. My guess being the lower number of games off the jump and then boom, Roger Goodell comes back from the iron throne with a giant hammer like he did with the Ezekiel Elliott ruling, right? Recommendation, zero games. What did he serve? Six.
6: Yes. So
5: similar circumstance, I think, here uh, when it's all said and done. But again, that's speculation. Today we have legitimate, concrete, off-season news that doesn't involve a bunch of speculation about NBA trades. No, we consummated a deal. So now Baker Mayfield heads down to Carolina to fight with Sam Darnold. And whatever the, the battle is, you've got two guys that are more or less the same. I think when you talk about it, evaluating and I think Baker's better than he's given credit for, but still mm-hmm. he's not world beating, but Sam Darnold has proven time. And again, yes, the compliment complimentary players in both New York and Carolina have been lacking. I think we can all say that last year. I was excited to see what would happen, even though they had a terrible offensive line McCaffrey gets hurt. And then you got DJ Moore and question marks throughout the rest of that offense. But now you bring in Baker Mayfield to vie for the job expected more out of Marshall. You've got McCaffrey back. And so in theory, alongside DJ Moore, who they paid a King's ransom to stay one of the many wide receivers to get a deal, except for your guy, DK Metcalf. You really need to start championing that still waiting, still waiting. (laughs) But we, we have this deal, Made and and in the end, the Browns are in a tough division, so expectations were already lowered. Even if you like the all fifty-three, the signal caller makes everything move. Likewise, in Carolina, folks can get a, a little bit excited. Yeah, you upgraded, and maybe it's a wild card situation, but that's just it. I'm trying to say that Baker Mayfield is suddenly going to unleash some power. That is heretofore unseen in the National Football League because he wasn't brilliant in the year they went to the playoffs. He was good in spots, terrible, or at least mediocre at best for the first half of that season. So suddenly thinking he's going to be a world beater uh, with McAdoo, we didn't like him coming out of the draft. And Matt Rule, who, again, at this point, the innovation hasn't been there, is I, I think folks just wanting to see chaos now that this deal is actually done.
6: No, ma- no matter what you, you think of Baker Mayfield, there just is not a comparison to what he has done in the NFL uh, and to what Sam Darnold has done in the NFL. And uh, Baker Mayfield's, to me, a m- much more accomplished, even if it is just that one season, Mike. I mean, Sam Darnold, fair or unfair to your point about weapons – it's one of the criteria we use uh, with quarterbacks. You know, Aaron Rodgers went into Arizona facing an undefeated Cardinals team without, you know, his top wide receiving targets. And guess what? I know they needed an interception in the end zone to win the game, but they won the freaking game. Can
5: you elevate guys who are secondary and tertiary guys to being competent? Not only that, can your
6: play also uh, cover up some of the warts that your team Mm -hmm. has because of those absences? And, and, and Darnold's now had multiple opportunities and has failed miserably at both. And I know that the, Upheaval in the Carolina uh, offensive coordinating position uh, probably didn't do him any favors, but how many more chances are you going to give a guy? And that's and that's why I just it's such Baker's job because of what Baker has accomplished, what Darnold hasn't accomplished. And then just the timing of it, and just the timing of what both of these teams need, and both of these uh, coaches and quarterbacks. Matt Rule's coaching for his job. Baker Mayfield's playing for a new contract in the NFL, and that's and, and, and all of that is recipes for motivation. And all of that is just a recipe is where you go from Baker. Like I, I don't care that Sam Donald's got a four month head start on him, you know, with with knowing the playbook. Because Sam Darnold's known the playbook of the teams that he's played for the last three seasons, and he hasn't done anything with it. He's had his opportunities. This has to be Baker's opportunity in Carolina.
5: Opportunity to take the shot. Already starting to see uh, from the betting line, like as I said, move off that six and a half number up a tick uh, as you go uh baker one of only four quarterbacks in NFL history to throw at least 25 passing touchdowns in their rookie season would you care to venture a guess on the other three
6: okay say it say the numbers the again the only
5: quarterbacks in NFL history with 25 plus passing touchdowns in their rookie season this is from the NFL on CBS oh
6: gosh i uh, just tell me them
5: frostberg activate yo I, I yeah, figured you'd you just be yelling, Herbert, 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 and just uh, being done with it. Herbert, oh, I've already nothing? anointed him the king. What's going on? Okay, so yeah, so Herbert
3: Mayfield. That's King Herbert to you.
5: You know what? I like that. Get that Get that rolling. We'll get blinged out t-shirts, and you can sell them from the booth uh, on Sundays as you travel this earth. Uh, Peyton Manning and Russell Wilson. Very oh. short list. Okay. And also speaks to the changing of the game. I think a a bit as you as you were, and from the Action Network, a better put down ten thousand dollars for Baker Mayfield to win comeback player of the (laughs) year, sixteen to one odds. So ten k to win one hundred sixty k.
6: I'd love to know who the other players that are that are up for the uh, possible. Well, let's see if we can't find that, huh? Track that down. It just it all it all fits and. Baker Mayfield's going to have now an opportunity to uh, to show his stuff in Carolina, and if it doesn't work, Mike, now Baker Mayfield transitions over into a spot where he's not getting every opportunity. That he's going to have to find a right spot, and things are going to have to fall in, in into place. There may be some leeway given with the like, first overall pick and and having that label. But when you're on two teams and if it doesn't work on two teams, then uh, then you've got issues. You know, you know, the other thing about, about this, Mike, that kind of kind of bothers me a, a, a little bit when the NFL CBA changed a little over a decade ago and we didn't have those monster rookie contracts. Mm-hmm. The the thing about the monster rookie contracts is they handcuff teams so bad for bad picks. Sure. And I and and for years and I remember even, you know, when Ricky Williams did his contract, everybody prior to that was saying football fans are saying you should get paid for what you've done, not for what you should. And then Ricky Williams has a fully incentive based contract, some incentives that there was no way he was going to reach and people are criticizing the form. It's like, well, you know, you, which way do you want it? The point I'm bringing up is this. The Cleveland Browns, for as bad as the franchise has been really now aren't penalized for making that bad Baker pick. Sure. Like you can move on from it, and and maybe you say that not winning and not having the success is penalties enough, but there, there were contracts back in the day and picks back in the day that if you don't get them right – then you are handcuffed for five years sure like you have got to figure out a way there's a little part of me that is like well look at the browns they just go and trade baker mayfield and they sign deshaun watson and all of his problems for 230 million dollars yeah maybe eat that's, a
5: little bit of money and you
6: move on yeah maybe that's the karma that's coming back to them uh, with that but there's a little bit part of me that is like shouldn't some of these teams suffer for making some of these bad picks but not in today's NFL.
5: Yeah, always a question. I mean, going back to Sam Bradford holding up the check, right? Because he's the last guy, so yep. he's always the poster boy uh, for that era. And and you argue the merits of it either way. But to your point, yeah, you you had you were beholden to and the salary cap at that point. I mean, look at those deals. I mean, what those guys were getting was such a gross percentage, sure. of the salary cap in that that era twenty years ago. That now you've got the uh, at least some flexibility to move on and just say, "All right, Vegas blackjack dealer, clap my hands. I'm done." All right, here we go. Just very quickly, the comeback player of the year, uh, and then we've got a couple of fun, or well, at least things to entertain in the golf world that we want to do. And and I've got my expert Dan Byer to to break them down. Uh, Derek Henry is the favorite at three to one, followed by Jameis Winston at five and a half to one, Michael Thomas at seven to one, McCaffrey seven and a half to one. Daniel Jones at eight to one, Trubisky at ten to one, Dobbins at ten to one, then Cam Akers twelve to one, and then we get into Mayfield, Watson, Mariota, Etienne, etc. Uh,
6: the Mariota one is intriguing, fourteen I, I, to one only. I, I, interesting. I I I think that could have some legs. I really do.
5: There you go. And there and there. You, That's
6: where I'd put my money. Dobbins and Acres were a close second and third, but I'd put it on Mariota.
7: Nicely done. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.